What's up everyone, welcome back to NFL Only here on Spark Talk, and today we got our week three recap. Wyatt, let's get it going. Alright, so the first all right, so we're gonna start off a little bit of news here. The first bit of news is basically New England cuts Antonio Brown. Uh we uh I think it was the day after we did like the uh we did the predictions, uh we did our predictions for week three, he got cut. So I think on that Friday. And we weren't able to talk about it, so we can talk about it now. And this is probably the most surprising. Like, that's surprising, but it's surprising to some people. To me, it wasn't. Uh, it was unsurprising to me. I Like, this was going to be a matter of time. It just happened to be a week. Uh, but, yeah, it doesn't help that he was trying to call out Robert Kraft. Uh... Ben Roethlisberger. Who else was it that he called out? Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp too. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't ha- like he. He's lost it mentally, and I like. I hope he gets. I hope he gets back on track. Like you just hope for like the best for a person. Like when they're going through like mental stuff, that they, they go. Through. He just could just be a bad guy, and there's no helping it. Uh, but he, it just, it just, there's something off with him. He needs the, like, he needs professional help, in my opinion. So, you have any thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I really have too many thoughts on this whole Antonio Brown issue anymore. I just think he's a complete idiot. Um, the Patriots did the right thing by cutting him, getting rid of him. And, you know, I was wrong. I thought the Patriots could have, you know, been able to. I see you smirking. I see you smirking because I said I, I was wrong. I didn't do anything. I didn't smirk. But, um, no, I, I think, you know, look, I thought the Patriots are going to be able to make it work. And, you know, when you're constantly asked questions about a, one person and he's constantly making things miserable for everyone, yeah, I don't blame him for cutting him at all. Um, <laughs> and... Honestly, like, yeah, I hope he, I hope he figures out whatever is going wrong with him. But I think it's just who he is, and you know, and if that's the case, then you know, he's just go, he's just a clown. He's just not a good guy. Mm-hmm. And honestly, he might never play in the NFL again. Yeah, probably he probably will. I, was, I can see him in the XFL. Uh, uh, I can't see, I, I, yeah, I can't see him in the NFL again. So we're gonna go on our second bit of news here, uh, which is. Cam Newton, Kyle Allen controversy. Mm. Uh, do you think there's is, there's a legitimate controversy with how he performed? No. You don't think so? No. Um, Cam Newton's hurt. Cam Newton is not playing well at all. He's not himself. He's not MVP Cam Newton. And I don't think there should be any controversy at all. Kyle Allen came in. He played well. He looked good. He was distributing the ball to a lot of receivers. The offense was moving. They have weapons everywhere. So it's not going to be hard for him to kind of at least play average. They've got weapons everywhere. Mm -hmm. Tied in, you know, what, three or four, you know, three or four receivers that can, you know, make things happen. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey, they can do everything. Yeah. They're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And they've got a very talented defense um, to where they could. Definitely, at least if he's not, if he doesn't, he's not going to throw four touchdowns every game. So, 
if that defense can hold the you know hold whoever they're playing, play them tight, play them hard, and he can just execute and not make mistakes, the uh, the Panthers could win more games than we think they might without Cam Newton because you see what the, those guys are able to do when they can get the balls in the right spots without having to reach back for stuff or not even get the ball because Cam Newton can't get it to him. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of I think you saw just a glimpse of like what the Panthers could be because of how explosive some of their guys on offense are. Yeah, I agree with you on it. Uh now if he continues this for a couple weeks now getting uh let me double check his yards real quick. But just he keeps getting these yards, keeps uh getting these touchdowns. Like he threw some really good passes in there. Uh I can see him being a Fitzpatrick-esque type of player where, like, he has these blow-up games. He could be the new Fitzpatrick. He has these blow-up games and uh, doesn't really do much after it. He could be that. Uh, But if he continues to throw 261 yards and four touchdowns, and those weren't, like, those were really good passes, too. Like, look at the highlights. He threw that one in the corner to, I think he wants to say it was Curtis Samuel. I want to say it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Curtis Samuel. And uh, and then he threw that really nice one to Greg Olson. One of Greg Olson's two touchdowns. Mm. But like you said, they got a lot of talent on offense. So I think an average quarterback can look phenomenal with all that talent on the offensive end. Yeah. Uh, and a defense is stout. So I think everybody forgets about the defense and how great that defense was, especially in that Super Bowl run. Mm. So... Uh, yeah, I don't see there's any controversy unless he keeps it up. Unless they go like they're the one and two now. Uh say if he wins five straight and he goes five and two, there could be a controversy then. I think. Mm. So uh we're gonna go on to our next bit of topic which is Jalen Ramsey. Uh he sat out and people were like he's sitting out because he wants to be traded. Turns out he had the flu. My uh the reason I br- uh brought this up is do you think he actually gets traded? This season, or do you think it's gonna be next off season, with the way Garner Minshew is playing, or do you think he just like we have, we have a quarterback? Yeah, you know, like I think the biggest thing with Ramsey is he wants to win. Mm. Uh, so I think he's he wants to stay there if they're winning, but mm. they but they were just awful, especially with him. They uh, <clears throat> I think besides that, besides the AFC Championship season, every other season they've been a top ten, top five pick. Uh. And I can understand why he's upset with that. And he probably thought they were going in that same direction. And he was like, I want to be traded. Uh, they could still be in that same direction. Yeah, they could. They still could be. But <clears throat> so I think uh, he. Uh, I think I think he'll last throughout the year to see where it goes, and then get traded then, or just not resign. Mm. Or they might franchise tag him and trade him like uh, Jadavion, like Texas did with Jadavion. So we'll. Uh, so I think it's gonna be at the end of the season. What do you think? Yeah, I think it would be more towards the end of the season. I think uh, I always forget his name. I think his name last name was Khan, uh, the owner. Oh, Sean Khan or something. Like Shar Shar Khan or Shaw Khan or whatever. Uh, the owner yeah. for the Jaguars has spoken out and said like he is not wanting to trade Jalen Ramsey. He wants to keep him. Mm-hmm. Wants to try to mend fences. Things like that. So I, I at least think he'll be there the rest of the season. I think he'll play. He's not going to sit out every single game. Uh, and if he's out for the flu, I believe him. Jalen Ramsey is a competitor. He's a guy that loves football. He's going to want to come and play hard. Um, and 
yeah, maybe, you know, maybe who knows what's going to happen the rest of the season. Maybe Gardner Minshew just continues to get better and better and the Jaguars start winning games and push for a playoff spot. Or they're not good and Jaden Ramsey in the offseason, they're like, look, I want to be traded. I want to win. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think it'll be to the offseason. I just don't see them. I just don't see any team right now outside of, you know, like the, you know, uh, was it the Ravens? Yeah. That tried to trade for him. <laughs> Um, was it was it the Ravens? Yeah, yeah, it was the Ravens. Uh, I I gotta look at it again. I pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the Ravens that tried to trade for him. Who Jadavion? No, Jalen. Jalen. I don't think it was, but I I gotta double check. I'll let me double check on it here, but yeah. Um, but regardless of who it was that tried to trade for him, uh, there's only a couple teams I could see even trying to trade for him, or that could use him right now. And I think if you wait till the next offseason, I think it would benefit you as a team a little bit better as far as having more leverage to trade for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see here. I'm not, I'm not getting a team. Uh, I'm assuming they, they probably want to turn to an NFC team because they're probably, I don't know where they're at right now. And they're, I don't know if they want to rebuild or they just want to try to compete. But, uh yeah, I'm pretty sure they it, it might be an NFC team that he gets traded to. Mm. Uh, so we'll go on to our next one, which is a significant drop in uh, offensive holding penalties. Uh, this I think this was the big problem here. Uh, and, like, slowing the game down and making it not fluid at all and just being, like, it's very, like, patchy you know like if you're playing like a game or something or you're watching a video on youtube and it's just patchy and it's mm-hmm. like you watch like five seconds of it and it stops for a second buffers and then you have to watch like a minute and then buffers and another mm-hmm. minute that's what the game felt like it just had no rhythm to it had no flow to it uh espn i guess one of the espn uh writers uh kevin uh, seifert uh said that there was an <clears throat> average of uh All right, this is, all right, this is a little bit confusing, but uh, so 41 offensive holding penalty calls in 14 games, uh, I guess uh, last Sunday. Uh, the average, as the average of 2.9 per game, is down from 5.7 per game over the first 33 games of the year. So it was a 2.9 last, uh, I guess like last uh, this week, but I think it dropped 2.9%. Okay. From the other weeks, and it's just, uh, yeah, it's it 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 still was a lot of holding penalties, but mm. it's not as much as it it was. Uh, but it still re- disrupts the game a lot, in my opinion. Like the way they're calling backside holes, like really, like nobody cares what happens on the backside of a play unless somebody's getting face mask or they're fighting. Yeah, and like nobody cares, and the ref shouldn't either. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just, uh, for me, I think it's just the inconsistency. It's like, yeah, they're gonna call one thing holding, but then the same exact play for the other team, uh, they won't call it pass interference and holding calls on defense are the same exact way. Yeah, it's very judge and you know it's very touch and go and like oh well, and I feel like they do it based off a of situation, based off of who it is, based off of this and that, and instead of just calling the game consistently. And just being accurate of what's going on. Yeah. Like, if it's a holding, <clears throat> throw the flag. If there is a mm-hmm. pass interference, throw the flag. 
if somebody's just being physical and there's no holding and somebody's just getting driven into the ground, don't throw a flag. Yeah. Like, it, there just needs to, and I, and I don't think it's the ref's fault. I think it's the rules' fault. I think <laughs> it's the people that are trying to tell them how to do their job. Yeah. Because refs don't want to throw as many flags. You know they don't. Well, some refs don't. Most, most refs don't. Yeah. Most refs want to just be there to be in place just in case something happens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead of, I've got to micromanage the game and this and this. Most refs don't want to do that. Refs even last year, were remember the whole rough in the passer deal where they was like driving into the ground and yeah. all that crap? <clears throat> refs even said like, they don't want to call it. Like, they don't want to do this. Yeah. So I think... <clears throat> I just think there needs to be a little bit more communication as to like yeah. setting rules and being consistent with calls. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Uh, you ready to get on to the games this yes, week? Yes, I'm me. Uh, so, Tennessee at Jacksonville. Uh, this game, a uh, Thursday night game, it was a regular Thursday night game. Uh, mm-hmm. Same, I feel like it was the same exact thing we got last year, the game in Jacksonville, I think week three as well. It was on Thursday night though, but it was six to nine. Mm. Uh, Tennessee that went out. This was the same exact game. Uh, their Gardner Minshew uh, missed a uh, missed a open. Uh, what's it, is it O'Shaughnessy? Their tight end. Yes. O- O'Shaughnessy. Yeah. Uh, O'Shaughnessy. Hennessy. Oh yeah. Uh, and they go and punt. It was on a third down. They go and punt it. Mm. Muffs the punt. They get the ball and they score. I think on the next play or the a couple plays after that, and they get the they get it. The scores uh, seven to zero, and then mm-hmm. there really wasn't much going. There was a lot of punting. There's all this and that in the game, mm-hmm. and it's it's fourteen nothing for the majority of the game. Then you get a couple field goals here and there from Jacksonville, and a touchdown here. But it was just more like that punt. And uh, there was like one scoring drive uh, outside of that punt that was actually a legit scoring drive from mm-hmm. uh, Jacksonville. This was a slugfest of a game. Yeah. Uh, this was, if you're not a defensive fan, don't watch this game. Yeah. If you just hate defense, if you're skewing to what the NFL wants you to watch, like, which is just offense, 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 then I guess just watch uh, Big Bang Theory or whatever else is on, on uh, Thursdays or something. I don't know what's on Thursday. So. Uh, this is the type of game you're expected to get on Thursday night. We might get it again this Thursday with uh, Philadelphia and Green Bay. Mm-hmm. It's the way Philadelphia offense is playing and the way Green Bay's offense is played. It's going to be slug fest of games coming up mm-hmm. here on Thursdays. Uh, so what's your opinion on this game right here? Yeah, I mean, I just think right now what we're seeing is Mariota's just not the guy. Yeah. Uh, the Titans have a good roster, in my opinion. I think they've got a lot of pieces. Yeah, good head that coach. Could, a good head coach. They've got weapons. They've got great skill players. They've got very good um, line of scrimmage play on both sides of the football. Yeah. They just don't have a quarterback. Yeah. They don't have a guy that can lead them when they need it most. Mm-hmm. And I like Gardner Minshew. I thought he looked well. I thought he played well. Um, nothing spectacular. But I thought he played well enough with a talented enough team. Mm-hmm. Calais Campbell got off getting three sacks. Josh Allen with two sacks. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, that defense is still going to be good. That defense is still going to give a lot of teams issues. And 
you know, Gardner Minshew can manage the game. If they can get the run game going a little bit more in Jacksonville, I think they'd be better off. But yeah, um, but yeah, right now you're just seeing the Titans honestly be who I thought they would be, and just not a, not a great team because they don't have a quarterback. They don't have the quarterback situation locked down, saying this is what we're going to do and this is what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just kind of how it is. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. It, they're they're going to be looking for a quarterback in the next year's draft. Now, this isn't part of. Uh, I don't think this is anything on Mariota. It's just more that he has an offensive coordinator every year. He just wasn't given. He's one of those players that just wasn't able to develop at all. Mm. Uh, and it's sad to see because he had he has a lot of talent. Now, doesn't doesn't mean he can't uh, progress later on in his career. He can't be a rich Gannon. Or he can't. Uh, he just can't be like a, like he can be like a rich Gannon. There's like he could, he possibly could be, but yeah. it's more. It's just he just hasn't seen a lot of day when it comes to like the, yeah. somebody actually helping him progress. I think it comes to like the first part of his career when they didn't really ask him to do any more than what he was comfortable with, and when you don't do anything outside of your comfort zone, you don't grow, and especially as a quarterback. They don't ask you to do anything outside of your comfort zone. If they don't put you in situations that are going to make you a better quarterback, mm-hmm. you're not going to get better. Yeah. So the same issues that he's had when he was a rookie, they still linger four or five years or whatever it's been in, think, into his career. I think this is the – we'll go to Trubisky here. I think it's the opposite with Trubisky. I think Nagy's trying to make him do too much out of his comfort zone to where he's not developing either a little bit. And you kind of see some of that in the Redskins game where – I think they're like opposite almost. Where like Trubisky's getting pushed too far outside of the comfort zone, to where he's not doing a lot of stuff he's comfortable with. Uh, you see that in the first two games, and then kind of dial it back a little bit in the first half of that Redskins game, and he's doing stuff he's comfortable with. He's looking pretty good out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said with uh, Mariota, just not enough like out of comfort zone stuff. Not enough pushing him to develop at all. They just mm-hmm. more. Let's get quick passes out. Let's yeah. do some read options. Let's play off of those read options. Yeah, that's what it was. And yeah, he, yeah. I'm not saying like you got to throw the Mike kitchen. Malarkey either. Well, yeah, but I'm not saying you got to throw the kitchen sink at a guy. But yeah. like, look, yeah, do what he's comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Do what he can succeed at. It's a perfect example is what Baltimore is doing with Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Right. Especially last year as a rookie, they said like, look, we understand you're not the most accurate passer. We're gonna run the football. We're going to allow you to make some plays, have some nice, easy completions over the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to do with you. Now, this year, what have they done? They've kind of taken the training ones off. Now, they're still run heavy. They're still going to punch you in the mouth, establish the run. But now they're trusting him more to make a little bit, hey, look, hey throw this deep pass to Marquise <laughs> Brown. Hey, put it on the money here on this crossing route. Yeah. Hey, on this, you know, on this underneath drag route. Hey, let's make some. Uh, let's get some easy completions. Like they're they're building upon what he did well last year and adding some new things. What they did with Mariota was here's what he did well. It worked a little bit, so let's just keep doing it instead of all right. This is what you did well. We're gonna keep. We're gonna continue throwing this in, and then okay, the next year let's add this. All right. Yeah. Oh, you're okay. You're doing that well. Okay, let's add this. Okay, you're. Okay, you're not doing that well. Let's okay. Let's take it away. Let's work on it. Let's continue to do the things that you're doing well. They never like layered this stuff. It was yeah. all just this is what he does, like and they dimen- never like one dimension. Yeah, they stuff. never like layered his learning. Like, it was always just 
here's what he is. Yeah. Instead of like letting him get better, which mm-hmm. is unfortunate because Mariota coming into the NFL, like I looked at him, I was like, man, this dude could be special. Like he could run. He was very accurate in college. I mean, he threw a really pretty ball. And just kind of sucks that he got stuck in a situation that didn't allow him to grow. Yeah, I agree with you on that, too. Uh, so we're going to move on to our next game, which is Cincinnati at Buffalo. And, oh, my gosh. Buffalo literally tried to get this game away. They literally did. They were like, you know what? We're just not going to play offense. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to let Cincinnati get back into this game. Is what they did. They stopped doing everything they did well mm-hmm. in the first half, and they... Kind of like Cincinnati get back into the game. I wasn't able to watch a lot of the game. I was able to watch highlights, bits and pieces. Uh, it seemed like first it's every game with the Bills until this week when we get when we get the Patriots. I'll be able to sit down and dissect uh, what the Bills are doing and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Allen looks very. Like, I think he could be a very good quarterback in this league. I think he could be like a Brett Favre esque player, mm-hmm. where you're going to get these interceptions. You're going to get some what you do in moments. But then he's going to make some of those plays, and you're just like, yeah, he's yeah, he's really good. He's really good. Uh, but he still needs to grow a little bit. Mm. Uh, Ryan a lot with Frank Gore. It's, it's a little bit weird to me. It's, everybody has like a Frank Gore thing going on, like 14 carries for Frank Gore. Mm. And uh, eight for TJ Yeldon. I'm assuming uh, uh, Singletary did not play today or – Sunday, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. He, he had a little bit. Well, I forgot what the injury was. Yeah, but yeah, he was injured. Yeldon, Yel, uh, TJ Yeldon's a good young running back. Let him develop. Stop. Like, I don't understand why Frank Gore has to be the main back for every team. And just forget about the rookie yeah. here. It's weird. I think it's more of a trust factor as far as, like, we know what Frank Gore is going to give you. Mm-hmm. TJ Yeldon's kind of been up and down throughout his career. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like what he brings. He's very versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, he's. I think he's a terrific receiving back. Like Who, I think uh, Frank Gore, Devin, uh, T.J. Yeldon. T.J. Oh yeah, I do too. Um, and I think like what he can bring in the passing game, especially like on screens, um, and just getting him out in space. He's and very good in Jacksonville at do. doing that. It helped Blake Bortles a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think they could use him in a similar role to help Josh Allen out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, as long as Devin Singletary, you know, is healthy and is playing, he needs to get the majority of the carries because. Yes, I love Frank Gore. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. But right now, he needs to be in the role of consultant. Like, let me help these guys get better. Not let me stunt their growth mm-hmm. and not allow them to get any reps. Yeah. Um, but look, man, I, I'm impressed with the Bills. Yeah, I know they kind of started giving the game, trying to give the game away to the uh, to the Bengals. And they've and, had three weak opponents. Um, and, yeah, I get all that. But, like, the I'm really impressed with what they've been able to do so far as a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could um, they could go f- uh, five and one here if they lose to New England, or they could go six and zero if they beat New and England. Look, I'm not gonna be surprised. Like, I would not be surprised if they beat New England. Now, I don't think they will, but it is. But it is I think in Buffalo. I think they're gonna keep it close because that de- well, that being in Buffalo good. helps. That defense is legit. I think it it's uh, number eight in the NFL right now. Um, their offense is. I think their offense is top 10 right now. Total offense top 10 in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, they're just not scoring a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, the yeah. scoring part right, is. And also their, uh, their time of possession. Let me double check it. I'm assuming they're owning time of possession. Uh, yeah, 36 to 23. They're owning time of possession yeah. in these games. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I love the coaching staff for the Bills. I think yeah, Sean I'll McDermott. Turn around, I'll turn around on Sean McDermott. Like, yeah. I'm starting to like him a little bit. I thought yeah. that the Nathan Peterman stuff was a little bit weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he had, like, it's like, uh, it's the... 
old girlfriend in a sense where like you just can't let go over mm. but you have to that's what it was like for McDermott and Peterman but he eventually just let him go yeah and it for the best uh yeah. and it turns out Josh Allen can lead a team a good playoff team to the playoffs mm. uh I think he is going to be really good this league those uh, three rookies in the AFC East, if they get the right treatment, could be very good, and it could be very similar to what the NFC North is right now with Green Bay, Chicago, yeah. Detroit, and Minnesota. Uh, that's going to be a fun game next week. Uh, Cincinnati, they're going to be a top five pick this year. Uh, they're going to play teams close. They got a good line. They got a good uh, uh, a good young core there mm. with Mixon, with uh, Carl Lawson. With uh, Sam Hubbard, uh, with William Jackson. John Ross. John Ross. I like Arden Tate. He has six receptions, 88 yards here. Very big receiver, 6'5". And Zach Taylor has proven like he's actually a pretty decent coach. Uh, Not not bad, not bad. Yeah, uh, I want to see how he grows uh, next offseason and how he does. Especially if they get two or they get uh, Justin Hubert. Or if they want to go some other place and get somebody else they can do that as well if they want to yeah uh but they're gonna be top five pick this uh this upcoming year but this Mm. is uh these two teams have flipped in the last couple years where cincinnati was a playoff team fine for playoff spots and buffalo was bottom five team and then like they kind of like been edging each other out like they were both middle of the pack these last couple years and Mm. then now cincinnati's going to top five and buffalo's going to Trying to get to the playoffs as a playoff fighting team. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's gonna be interesting like, to see how these two teams in the legit next shot make it to the playoffs. These are two teams that you want to see next couple of years what they're all about. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna go to the game that we went to uh, this Sunday: Atlanta at Indianapolis. Mm. Uh, very fun game to watch. Uh, watching Julio make that amazing catch. The I was like, what? Yeah, I was. Uh, was it tied the game up or was it? Uh, put them in no, put them in scoring distance or put them in range. Yeah, yeah that one score. Put them seventeen. To- yeah, because they never tied or led. Yeah. the game. Yeah, um, I was. I'll start off, and I, I won't have much to say, really. Um, I was very impressed with what the Colts were able to do offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, they had back-to-back ninety-plus yard drives, ending in points. Yeah, that is very hard to do in the NFL especially against a very solid team, a very solid defense, and what the Falcons bring to the table and what the Falcons do defensively. And the Colts just took what they gave them. Yeah. Uh, they were running the ball. Not super great throughout the game, but towards the end of the game, they got pretty effective and were able to run out the clock. Mm-hmm. So I've been I've been very impressed with Frank Reich's play calling, um, the way Jacoby Brissett, he played amazing. And he let, and he opened it up a little bit. Opened like, it he up. He progressed it yep. the first couple of games. And then now this game, he was like facing a weak secondary. Uh, we're, I'm just going to let you air it out. And he did. Yeah, and he looked great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Colts' defense is still of concern. I'm not really impressed with the secondary or the linebackers right now. And, yeah, I, I like the Colts' front uh, the front seven run-wise. Run I like the linebackers with the run game. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, like, they missed Darius Leonard this game because they, they got gassed a, a, a few times. Mm-hmm. But really, I'm disappointed with the Falcons. I, I don't think the Falcons are playing anywhere near what I think they're capable Matt of. Matt Ryan's looking like a... Matt Ryan's is de- just... Uh, a, 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 like, uh, generic brand version of uh, Matt Ryan. Yeah, like, he's, he's, not, he's not looking good. He's, he's throwing not. picks. 
making bad decisions. Mm-hmm. He's getting, and then the touchdowns he's getting are like pretty much garbage time touchdowns because it's like mm-hmm. they're pretty much out of it anyways. And he's just making, and the defense is already playing soft, and he's just getting More some this nice is Derek touchdowns. Cutter too a little bit. Going yeah, back to the system and Derek yeah. Cutter being the OC. Because uh, they weren't that good with Derek Cutter, with Derek Cutter as the OC. Yeah, I don't think Derek Cutter is like a super great um, offensive coordinator. I mean, I don't think he's terrible by any means. But, but you kind of seen like they were kind of like a middle of the pack team, maybe a wild card team when he was the OC, and then uh, Kyle Shanahan comes in. They go to the Super Bowl with all that talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't. I think it has to do with Derek Carter mostly, but all it does have to do with Matt Ryan because he's making some very poor decisions out there. Yeah. Uh, this team is this team was my hot pick this year. This is my bold prediction to be the number one seed, best team in the league. They're not. They're playing like a bottom five team these last couple. Of weeks. Yes, uh, they beat a injury rigged Philadelphia team, but when they face teams like this that should be playoff bound, they're going mm. to get smacked in the mouth, and that's yeah. what they did. They yep. got smacked in the mouth. Uh, sorry for uh, it was a Keanu Neal. Yeah, tore his Achilles. Yeah, I feel he bad for him, man. Tore his Achilles. Uh, that was not a good a, scene to watch. Yeah, a year after he tore his ACL. Um, it's just game of football. It's just the nature of what happens. Guys get injured, and, and sometimes it happens to the same guy a lot. Yeah, and it does. so it's uh, sad. And he was one of the better young safeties in the entire NFL. So mm-hmm. hopefully he can make a speedy recovery, and hopefully you know I know yeah. it sucks to come back from two injuries like that back to back, but. Hopefully he can persevere and get through it and uh, it. and come back. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Uh, so I guess that yeah, it's Kevin Garnett. Uh, so we we done with Atlanta Indianapolis yep. game. All right, so we'll go to Baltimore Kansas City, and this is one of the games that we weren't able to watch, but we picked up on the highlights and stuff uh, with KC and uh, Baltimore here and. Like, I think the I think Baltimore's a legit team. Yeah, I do too. Uh, but somewhere in that first half, that defense was just not ready. It, yeah. they, they just didn't. They seemed like they were just kind of through the motions almost in yeah. the highlights. And yes, Pat Mahomes really good, but like we've I've seen from two straight games now, Pat Mahomes in the second half not being able to finish games. And kind of giving opportunities for Oakland to come back in the game, for Baltimore to almost win this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes had to put the put the uh, put their foot on the other team's throat, and it's needed to crush it. Uh, very violent term there, but like mm-hmm. they need to like they need to be that violent team that New England is. Yeah. New England, New England does that. Uh, Kansas City is gonna be like, no, we'll just oh, no, I'll let you walk by. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna let you get up uh, and have a chance. That's what mm-hmm. they've done. Uh, Oakland's just a very poor team. That's why they couldn't get back into the game. Uh, very young, poor team. They're yeah. still growing, but there's a there's an even uh, talent advantage in this situation. Not like in Oakland, when it's like completely different. Baltimore's gonna fight their way back into this game. They are and. Next time they play, there's a possibility Baltimore wins because mm. it's going to be a playoff matchup, and I hundred, I ninety percent certain that this is going to be a playoff matchup that we're going to see, and yeah. I, I can possible. see the, I can see Baltimore being a five or three seed, and uh, Kansas City being that two seed. Mm. I really can, and 
that's going to be playing Kansas City again. And Kansas City just needs to step on their throat in the second half and not let them come back. Lamar played very good in that second half. Baltimore played very good. Mm. It's going to be interesting to see if this is a playoff matchup because this game is going to be really good if, yeah. it, if it comes down again. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, th- I definitely think Baltimore's legit. Mm. Um, I thought some of the coaching decisions and some of the way the play yeah. calling was in the first half, I that, wasn't a fan of it. Going for two-point conversions with your – I mean, you have the best character in the league. What are you doing? Yeah, going for two-point conversions, trying, like, trying to outsmart the room is just very stupid. Just – Take the points, especially against a team like this that's going to score. Mm-hmm. Take the points when you can get points. Uh, going forward on fourth down when they don't need to, like in their own territory, and giving like and just putting your defense in a terrible position to get the Chiefs going um, when it was like six to seven to six early in the game when you're you, you know you had a chance to pin them deep and you go for it and you miss it and they get ball in great field position. It's just kind of things like that where, like, when you got to know who you're playing, you got to know the situation. And yeah. when, you know, when a team like that was struggling a little early on, as far as the Chiefs were, and then you just gift wrapped them, great field position, and then boom, it was off to the races after that. Um, but yeah, I agree with you as far as what the Patriots do well is when they take a lead, for the most part, they close that out. Like, oh, we got, we got our lead, we're dominating. He ain't coming back on us. Like, it's just not going to happen. Uh, I think that kind of is due to the Chiefs' defense is just not super great. It's just, especially that secondary, mm-hmm. is something that scares me. If I was a Chiefs fan, like, Against look, England or look I, can, I can take a step back and be like, we're going to win, you know, if I'm a Chiefs fan. Like, we're going to win most shootouts because of what Patrick Mahomes can do. And he is freaking fantastic. He's absolutely amazing. But... Look, you play the Patriots that have the best secondary in the league and one of the better defenses in the entire NFL. They hold you a couple times. You know how Tom Brady is. Tom Brady's going to take advantage of everything, mm-hmm. especially what they, what, with what they do within that offense. That's what scares me. Can they stop Tom Brady? And right now, I don't think that secondary can stop Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. And that's what worries me as far as can the Chiefs get over the hump? I think, yeah, Pat Mahomes is going to do what he does. But Pat Mahomes doing what he does twice last year was still not enough to beat the Patriots. Patriots beat him twice. Yeah, I know. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, uh, interesting matchup, though, with the Chiefs here. They face uh, the Colts. Or not the Colts. They face Detroit at Detroit. And then they face Indianapolis, I think, and Kansas City, right? Yeah, and Kansas City. Then they go... And they're at home again against uh, the Texans. So three matchups here that very tough matchups. Yeah. Coming up here for them. All they should win, but well, yeah, four, all... te- four technically because with Baltimore here. Yeah, but all matchups that'll give them mm-hmm. some difficulties and actually. They should win. They should different win all areas. Of them. Yeah. They should win all of them. They got a talented roster. They they need to prove here that they go six and zero here. Mm. That they're a legit team. Yeah. That they that they'd be a legit team. Uh, the beat New England. So we're gonna go to probably the most fun game, maybe again. Like Lions are just putting out fun matchups here. Uh, Detroit yeah. at Philadelphia. Detroit two zero and one, undefeated still. Surprisingly, should be three and zero. But uh, Jim, uh, not Jim Bob Cooter. Who uh, I forget who the offense coordinator is. When uh, they call a timeout. Uh, Bevel. Yeah, Matt. Was it Matt Dan Bevel? Bevel. Dan Bevel. I'm pretty sure it's Dan. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Bevel calling a timeout. Uh, yeah, but they could be three and zero right now, and 
I'm excited about this Lions team. I really am. Yeah. It's weird. Like, NFC North fans, like Minnesota fans, Detroit fans, Bears fans, they don't really care about each other. It's all about the Packers. Everybody hates the Packers. They don't care about anybody else. Like, I'm kind of like that, too. I don't care about Minnesota. Minnesota's in the playoffs. I'll root for Minnesota. If Detroit's in the playoffs, I'll root for Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh but the Packers, you know, I can't stand them. I can't root for them. Mm. Same thing with everybody else. I'm excited about this Detroit team. Yeah. Uh, I like Matthew Stafford a lot ever since uh, Megatron had retired mm. because he can, he's facilitating the ball a lot more. Yeah. He's uh, not just going to Megatron every play. And also they got a legit running back in uh, on Johnson now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philadelphia, seven drops. Uh, if, you, if, if you didn't hear me earlier in the podcast, I was like, uh, they had like an ESPN thing up there. Uh, look back to see if there's any any news that I need to catch there. But seven drops by Philadelphia receivers in this game. Yeah, injuries are killing them once again. And it's not the injury that you injuries that you thought would happen, like Jason Peters, uh, Carson Wentz. No, it's Deshaun Watson, Deshaun uh, Jackson, Deshaun, Deshaun, yeah, Deshaun Jackson. My bad. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, it, uh, Malik Jackson. It's those injuries. Mm. Uh, Tim Jernigan, I want to say, too, is injured. It's it's the core of their team here. Yeah. It's their spots where they're not very depth, uh, very deep at. Mm. That you're just like, this is hurting them here. Yeah. Uh, I'm scared if I'm a Philadelphia fan right now. I this is, if they lose, who do they play next week? Double check it. Uh, they play the pack. Yeah, they play the Packers Thursday night. I don't wait till that Vikings game. They play the Jets in two weeks. They play uh, Vikings in three weeks. Mm. Uh, don't push the panic button next week if 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 y'all lose Philadelphia fans. Yeah. But if y'all lose to Minnesota in Minnesota, I would push the panic button at that point because there's that's gonna be a very long shot of y'all making the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Detroit is in really good position now. It's just more can you beat Green Bay? Mm. Can you beat Minnesota? Can you beat Chicago? Can you steal one of those division games away? And sweep one of those one of your division opponents. I think that's what they need to make it to the playoffs. I think that's what any one of those teams needs. Yeah, is to sweep one or the other, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Uh, uh, any more on the Detroit game? Uh, I just really like what Detroit does. I think yeah. they're very physical up front. Um, I love their front seven on defense. I love their offensive line on offense. Uh, I think it starts up front with those guys. I think what they're, you know, what Matt Patricia has been able to do with that defense. Um, yeah, I don't think they're an elite defense by any means, but I think they're a very good defense with a lot of good pieces. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, Matt Stafford is one of the is a top ten quarterback. Yeah. He can make throws that a lot of guys can't. Mm-hmm. He's very very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he obviously puts up stats. He's got great weapons. They've got a very good running back emerging in Carryon Johnson. Yeah. And look if. I think this team can go as far as Matt Patricia coaches them. Yeah. I think he's a good coach. And I think Matt Patricia is very smart. I think he's a good coach. If he can make them a solid, sound football team that's just nasty and physical up front, they can win a lot of football games. Mm -hmm. They could very well go 3-3 within the division and go 9-7, 10-6 and sneak into a wild card spot. And give some teams some trouble. Yeah, I think they have that capability. I agree. With uh, you. Well, they won't go nine and seven or whatever, but you know what I mean, nine yeah. six and one or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Yeah, it's. Um, but yeah, Eagles. I'm just disappointed, man. Yeah, I am. Too. Uh, I thought I they were going to the, the Super Bowl. And look, I'm. Look, I agree with you. Don't press the panic button. It's not. It's it's way too early. This Thursday, yes, this Thursday is going to be a sloppy game. They always are. 
So don't be worried if you if if you lose this and game. And it's at Green Bay too. Usually the home yeah. team wins. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't be too worried about if they lose this game. But it you know, you do have some concern of the drops, the the lack of depth on defense, the no pass rush. Fletcher Cox is not looking like Fletcher Cox. Um, they're just they just don't look the same. And but Carson Wentz to me is playing as well as you can. His guys are just dropping passes, man. Yeah, I just um, uh, it's, not, it's not on Carson Wentz in my opinion. Right yeah, it's now. not. It's not. And I wasn't very high. I had them going nine seven uh, this season, mm-hmm. even without all the injuries, just straight up. And it, this is this is for me. Like I don't know. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs this year. In my opinion. No, I mean, yeah. Uh, I With think the way they look right now, yeah, I would say they're not it's, a playoff it's just, team. It's it's feeling like it was last year, early last year, where it's just like, where's this team at? Where's mm. this really good team going? It's not, and they're luckily saved by another miraculous run by Nick Foles and Doug Peterson game back to his own self. Doug Peterson, I think, wants to call too much stuff around Carson Wentz instead of calling the offense or Wentz around the offense in a sense where. Get your playmakers in the space and let them make plays sometimes. Carson Wentz doesn't have to do everything. And he's forcing him to do a little bit too much, and I think people are keying in on that mm-hmm. as well. And injuries don't help at all. Yeah, yeah So sure. we'll go to uh, New York, the comeback of the day, New York at Tampa. Uh, we'll, we'll go through this one pretty quickly, but it's more about Daniel Jones and how he performed. Yeah. Outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. Uh, I think I was one of the very few people high on him. Uh, going to the draft, I did like Haskins, Haskins better. I did like Murray better. Mm. But I'm still like, Daniel Jones is going to be a good quarterback. Mm. Uh, I didn't think he was going to be this good. Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, one game. We, we got to see, we gotta one see game. more. We gotta see but more. I loved what he did in the preseason. I loved what he did in this game. He made some rookie mistakes, mm. but it wasn't atrocious rookie mistakes. He, he, he uh, I had a receiver down a little bit too long on a couple of plays. He misread something. That's rookie mistakes there. Now, mm-hmm. I want to see him get better and grow at it. That's why a couple of weeks comes into play. If he's, if he's growing, he's getting better at those. Uh, I applaud Eli Mayne, though. Like, he kind of looked frustrated at the beginning, and then like he kind of eased up a little bit, and he was like talking to him and congratulating him on everything. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones is the next Eli Manning. I feel like he's going to have a similar career to Eli Manning. Okay. I think he is. It's going to be very similar. Uh, Super Bowls, we'll have to see, but I think stats-wise, uh, without the running, it's going to be very similar to Eli Manning. Um, just getting him a couple receivers, legit receivers. Uh, they're replaceable. I'm sorry, Odell. You're a great receiver, but I feel like you're replaceable. Uh, if they get somebody like Judy, they get somebody like the uh, Colorado State kid, I want to say. Uh, Not forgot his name, but yes. Yeah, and they can they can be, they can get a special offense there, especially with Saquon getting healthy again. And he's out the four to six weeks. Let everybody know that mm. uh, as well. Four to eight weeks. Yeah, four to eight. Oh, yeah, four to eight weeks, my bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, that's closer to eight weeks, so yeah. he'll be out for a while. Yeah, but I want to see how he does without Saquon. He did pretty good without him. That's where he got the comeback in. So mm. I want to see how Pat Shermer does. Pat Shermer put his offense. It looked like a Pat Shermer offensive coordinator team. Mm. Not a Pat Shermer head coach team. I want to yeah. see more of that. Yeah. I want to see more of it. Yeah, uh, I was I was impressed with Daniel Jones. Um you know, I I wasn't super high on him as far as like coming out of the draft. I I liked him, but I wasn't like oh, he's gonna be good. Like mm-hmm. I thought he was a developmental guy. Like I thought the Giants picked him too high, all that type of stuff. But hey, he's been really impressive, and it doesn't matter where they picked him if he becomes the franchise guy. Yeah, it does. And if he can, if he plays like this and just 
builds off this. And look, he's not going to lead all these comebacks and have all these touch. Like every, you know, every game is different. He's going to have bad games. But if he can continue to progress and get better, the Giants got their guy. Yeah. Because um, I love what I saw. I, I love the playmaking ability, making plays with his feet, making really good throws down the field, um, standing in the pocket, not getting afraid, not getting all flustered, and making throws, standing in there strong, putting it where it needs to go. Um, I was very impressed with what he was able to do. And then to be able to lead the team back without Saquon Barkley, without the best running back in the entire NFL, I was very impressed with that. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine what him and Saquon can do together yeah. for the next five, yeah. six, seven years. If they can grow together, mm-hmm. that'll be an that'll be an amazing duo. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but doesn't uh, but they should have lost this game. I think everybody knows that. Uh, Matt Gay, it's an easy kick. I really like Matt Gay. He's a really good kicker. It's just it's he, Tampa Bay. He's, man. A, he's a rookie. He's a rookie well, kicker. It's, it's not even that. It's Tampa Bay. Like kicking know. in Tampa Bay is just apparently it's just the worst ever because yeah. every Tampa Bay kicker they could be good somewhere else. They could be have all this potential. They come uh, there and they suck. Yeah. I don't know what, like Robert Aguirre. I think Catton uh, Zero too. He Kat sucked. Zero, yeah, yeah, he sucked, and then he went to the Jets, was one of the best kickers last year, and then yeah. Jets cut him, and then for for a younger kicker, and look where they're at right now. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go to Houston at the Chargers. Did you get the watch these highlights? Not too much. Not uh, too much. So, I, know, I know a little bit about it, but yeah, yeah, I, I don't uh, have too much he, on it. Yeah, he's had a lot of work this week and stuff, so he wasn't <laughs> able to watch these highlights here, but. Uh, yeah, it was a weird game. Uh, Texans got 27 straight after Chargers got 17 straight on them to start the game out. And then second half, it just was a completely different story. Uh, they won 27-20. to 20. Mm. They just can't finish, man. This Chargers, Chargers team cannot yeah. finish. It's the same thing with the Colts. Almost let the Colts come back in the game. Yeah, and uh, if Vinatieri makes those kicks, Chargers are 0-3. Yeah, I know. Uh can't finish at the goal line in the red zone area. Very different way of finishing, but finishing. In this game, just finishing the game out just in general. Yep. Uh, it was like, this team is instantly an amazing coach. Mm. Phil Rivers, a Hall of Fame quarterback. Austin Eckler, uh, Justin Jackson, very good rotational backfield there. You don't really need Melvin Gordon to be winning these games. Yep. Uh, Keen Allen, Mike Williams, uh, Hunt, uh, Hunter Henry's out. Uh, and the offense line is decent. Yes, I mentioned Russell Okun, but... He's a good, solid left tackle. He's not like the, like, you can, he's replaceable. Mm-hmm. Uh, defense, one of the best in the league. Yes, you got, uh, one, yes, you're missing uh, Derwin James, but, like, mm. what is wrong with this team, man? Is, is it, like, a sand, uh, is it a Chargers curse? Like, they just can't finish stuff? I mean. Is it, like, a curse happening that I we th- just aren't un- unaware of? I think, it, I don't know, man. Like, the common denominator seems to be Philip Rivers. He seems to be a guy that's been there the whole time. A lot yeah. all goes on. We know, regardless of the coach, regardless of the personnel. Yeah. Um, it doesn't help that you run 18 times to uh, 46 passes as well. You yeah. Get, I mean, especially when you're up 17 and nothing throughout the game. Mm. Why you, like, just run out the clock a little bit. Like, yeah. And then, then you can work with a play action there. Yeah. And, and I will say this, you know, like, I heard Deshaun Watson play great. Look, Deshaun Watson yeah. is amazing. Like, the dude's going to, the, the dude is going to have gutsy performances. The dude is going to have have and do things that you're just I like think, gosh like the Texans should not have won this game and the only reason they did is because Deshaun Watson is that good yeah I think the Texans have the uh skill set to beat New England I'm not bad I got all that congested there my bad uh I, I think they had a skill set to beat New England but it was 
it is a thing about how the offensive line plays. They played pretty decent in that second half. Yes, he got hit a lot from what I've seen on the highlights when he was throwing, but uh, they played better in that second half against a very good defensive front mm-hmm. in the Chargers. Now, all, all they have to do, give him three seconds. Give him three seconds. That's all you have to do. They're not, like, hardly in the Saints in the Saints game, the uh, Jaguars game. He wasn't getting, like, one second. Like, they were just back there immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, just give him a couple seconds. Just give him two seconds. You don't have to give him the full time. He can make something on his feet. Just give him, like, two seconds. You only have to give him the three or four seconds that, like, a quarterback literally needs to make his reads and throw the football. Yeah. Give him half the time, and he can make the re- and he can do it on his own. Mm-hmm. It's just that's the thing that scares me because this team is talented enough to make the Super Bowl, but when you have a huge weakness and it's an important important weakness, mm-hmm. it really it really screws up the team. Yeah, and it just it's always going to come back to that for me. Is yeah. is this is the offensive line going to protect him? Yeah, going forward, uh, uh, and more importantly, is he going to be able to stay healthy? Yeah, that is true because he just takes so much abuse. Yeah. So we'll we'll kind of hurry up with this Pitt and San Francisco game here. Yeah, uh, and I'll, yeah, I'll start off with it. Uh, San Francisco, they're three and zero, but they're very sloppy. Yeah, um, they got they got some young pieces. Kyle Shanahan, I think, is doing a very good job. They're number two in total defense um, in the in the NFL right now through three games. They've got a lot of dudes on that defense. They've got I love Fred Warner Jr. I think Fred, I think it's a junior. But Fred Warner, the linebacker, I really like him. Obviously, yeah. the secondary with Richard Sherman, I think, is um, is pretty solid. You know, I think they do some he's, really good things. I think he's getting back to his normal self. Yeah, I think, yeah, he's starting to come back to form after some injuries and, you know, a couple down years. And their D-line is very good. DeForest Buckner is a game changer. He's a game wrecker. Um, and I, I think Kyle Shanahan is doing the best he can. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is still looking – I'm. St- I'll, I'll, he's he's looking out. a lot better. He's look yes. He's, he's looking look, a lot better than what he did in that first preseason game this year. Yes, Garoppolo's looking better, <laughs> but I mean, hey, I don't know. He threw that I don't know sloppy. how they. I don't know how you win a game when you turn the ball over that many times, especially mm. in the red zone too. Like yeah. three or four of them were in the red zone. Yeah, like there were some very bad it, turnovers. I think all all of them were fumbles. None of them were interceptions. Uh, the one interception or the he had two interceptions. The one the first one was tipped up by Burita. That was on Burita there. Mm. Uh, it just it was a screen pass. Catch the ball. Yeah, you can't, shouldn't be tipping up in the first place. Just catch the ball. Uh, second one was on him. He threw in the tight coverage. He got tipped up and they got intercepted by Minka mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick had a good game. First one's a stiller. It's very impressive what he was able to do. I, mm-hmm. I think he could be a top five safety slash corner in the league. I think he is going to be what Jabril Pre- what people thought Jabril Peppers was going to be. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you said, I agree with you. They're very sloppy. They're three and zero, but they're very sloppy. They need to clean up a little bit. When yeah, you're facing yeah. teams if they, like, can, if they can clean some stuff up, the 49ers could be a legit team. I think honestly, I think we're gonna be talking about this defense and the top ten defense alike okay. uh, by the end of the year because this, like you said, the front is very good. Nick Bosa is, I think he might be better than Joey. I think he might be. He is destroying tackles out there. I love what I'm seeing from him. Like you said, Fred Warner's really good. Mm. Uh, Richard Sherman, yeah, that secondary is my biggest issue with them. Mm. How's that secondary going to play? Because Richard Sherman's only one guy. Yeah. Uh, how's that secondary going to play a little bit? But I like their front seven a lot. Yeah, and for Pittsburgh, 
Ben Roethlisberger's hurt. Mason kinda, Rudolph kind of sucks. Mason, yeah, Mason. Did he looked not. like a he looked like a rookie. Even though it was his second year in the league, he looked like a pers- a third round quarterback playing his starting his first ever game. Yeah, like, he may just be a career backup. I was very he's one of the quarterbacks that I was high on. That was like in the third round. It was like he actually might be something. Like he might actually he gets the right development. He's he reminds me of Ben a lot. He gets the right development. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I just don't. I was, I yeah, I was, dis- from, I was disappointed with I, it. I, I know you think Mike Tomlin's a really good coach. I just think he might be just an average coach, in my opinion. He's not an offensive coach, though. That's not, that's not that ain't his job. I know, but like... He ain't a quarterback. He's not a quarterback whisperer. Like, Mike Tomlin is a great coach. Um, so, I'll, I'll disagree with you there, but... I think it's more the offensive staff, like, getting him developed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Big Ben being there to help him grow and get better mm-hmm. but also yeah i think you just see some limitations with mason rudolph to where you're like i don't know he's if not he's gonna a be guy yeah he's not going to yeah now that could change next week and you're just like he has a phenomenal game but we're gonna have to see with him we'll give him a couple more weeks to see how he was yeah uh we'll go to the sunday night game yeah, yeah. uh this was sloppy yeah, yeah. I, i'm gonna get my stuff out of the way real quick because i ain't got much to say Cleveland Browns disappointed. It's more on Kitchens, in my opinion. I'm. I'll say this: Freddie Kitchens, not a head coach, not calling good plays. Yeah. I'm not impressed with his play calling at all. You run a draw on fourth and nine. Um, yeah, he's just he's in over his head. Baker Mayfield is playing. Pretty bad right now. I I'm not gonna he, say terrible. I'm not gonna say awful. I think it has to do with the offensive line. That's fine, but there are times that the pocket is clean, and he starts scrambling outside because he can't see. Like he's just scrambling outside, and then and then because he's scrambling outside, offensive line cannot block like this because they're blocking, they're setting, and then once he starts scrambling, they're um, disengaging the old line. The old line's like, oh crap! Well, I'm not gonna hold. And so then he starts getting all this pressure, and he's launching it up. Like, it doesn't matter how many weapons you have on that offense. If Baker Mayfield and Freddie Kitchens can't get in in sync with something, the Browns are not going to be good this year. Mm. Because right now I'm looking at a team that has a very tough defense, a team that's going to play you really hard, that's going to punch Steve you in the Wilkes, mouth. They run. Amazing defensive coordinator. Yeah. Terrible they, head coach, but amazing defensive coordinator. Yeah. Well, you can't even say a terrible head coach. He was set up to fail in yeah. Arizona. But Arizona just, screwed him over. I'm just going over. by like, what he did. Yeah. Yeah, but Arizona but he, screwed him you, over. I agree with you on that. But, um, but defensive coordinator, he's phenomenal. He's one of the best in the league. Yeah. But I think I think the Browns run the ball well. I, I just think – and look, I, you know, you can say whatever it is. You can say it's not true or whatever. But get, I think Baker Mayfield – He's not concerned with getting better at quarterback right now. He's so concerned with building his brand and doing this commercial and doing that commercial. The dude needs to take a step back, like realize like I'm not playing well at all. And even Pro Football Focus, who like was talking about him being like an MVP level quarterback, like being an MVP like this year, even said like he's not playing well. Like he's he's doing a lot of the things that we you know that we had issues with, but he's doing them to an even higher degree. Yeah. Um, and I'll give this to the Rams. Yeah, I'm, I've not been impressed with Jared Goff. I think he's very average. I think McVay does an amazing job yeah. with him. McVay is a genius. McVay is an amazing coach. Mm-hmm. Um, Todd Gurley is not the same as he once was, but I'll give it to him. They can win tough games. 
They can get nasty. They can get physical. When they need to get a win late, they can do it. Um, and I'll give that to them. They're, I think they're a playoff team. Yeah. I didn't think they were, but I think when you have a team that can win the way they've been able well, to win. Well, you start three and zero, you shouldn't make the playoffs. Well, yeah. When you start off three and zero, that's a good that's a good sign. But when you play tough, when you win tough games. That's a good sign to me. Like they, the, hey, they're comfortable in those situations. Now, I didn't like his situational, situational, uh, situational awareness with throwing a bootleg pass and then Jared Goff getting it tipped up and getting intercepted there, giving Cleveland a really good shot at going down and scoring. Mm. Uh, but I think it's more on Kitchens. I think it is. Uh, I can see him being fired halfway through the season, letting Steve Wilkes take the reins and see how he does. That they should never have fired or let go of Greg Williams. They like. You know, Greg, Greg Williams has it, had his issues with uh, New Orleans. He just, uh, it's just like like he gravitated toward that team last year, mm. and the players gravitated toward him. Mm. Uh, he fed that team. This is a like Kitchens. He's not a he's like you say he's not a head coach. Like he's, I can't even tell you what it is like. All these past concepts. Nobody's getting open. Odell's not getting open. Yeah. Jarvis isn't getting open. Uh, Nick Chubb, like, we'd run him more. Like, I know 23 times, but, like, this is a game where he should have got, like, 30 carries. Yeah. Uh, like, know your know what the game's happening. And only one carry by somebody else, not named Nick Chubb, and it's Baker Mayfield probably on a scramble. Mm. Uh, like, what, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Give us somebody else. I know mm. Kareem Hunt's out, but like, come on. Mm. This is this is ridiculous. It is like yeah. this team is a playoff team in Cleveland. If they go and face Baltimore next week, they'll probably lose. They'll start one and three. Yep. Yeah. I mean, hey, look, that front end of the schedule is hard. The back end of the schedule is not terrible. So if they they might get some wins going late mm. and put them in a position like they did last year, but yeah, they they have too much talent to be to be this unimpressive. Mm-hmm. It is a, yeah, like what, like what? Mm. Like, what? The offensive line sucks. I know that, but you can do stuff with the bad offensive line. You really can. Like you can throw quick passes, throw screen passes, mm. uh, get the defense off balance a little bit. Uh, do uh, do uh, double count on the snap. Uh, switch up your snap count. Mm. Uh, this like there's stuff you can do that can uh, be a that you can take the defense off balance, defense line off balance to where you can uh, work with a bad offensive line. You're just not doing it. It's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, so you want to get on to uh, Chicago versus Washington? Yeah. All right. So, uh, so let's get started with the Bears' offense. Like this, like the Bears' offense was a lot better in the first half. I think he yeah. slowed it down. They got twenty-eight to nothing. Slowed it down a little bit in the uh, second half, but. Yeah, it the Bears offense looked pretty good. Mm. It looked pretty good. Uh and I like what he was doing. We we just got done talking about the Rams and everything. He's doing what McVay did. But what McVay does the golf cuz I don't think golf if golf was with Nagy, golf would be awful. Uh like golf, I think golf has a hard time reading defenses sometimes. And that's why McVay's in his ear 24/7. Mm-hmm. Mitch can read defenses pre-snap, but post-snap he's he's pretty bad at reading defenses. Uh, and I think you've seen a lot where he's just like closing his ears before the snap, like he's uh, 
Like, he's still listening to him. I think he's up to 15 seconds left is when it cuts off. Mm. Uh, Nagy's telling him what's happening, what's doing this, what's doing that. It's a lot easier for, for a young quarterback to get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be a little bit better for uh, Mitch learning how to read post-snap as well. Yeah. But Mitch looked a lot more efficient. He had that bad pass, that bad interception in the red zone. Uh, has some... Has some inconsistencies like we see but you'll get that you get that with cam newton a lot mm. or he'll miss a wild and dude you're just like what or he won't throw the best pass in the world uh it's just not pointed out a lot because cam does a lot of other stuff very well and he's been an mvp yeah uh with mitch people already have criticisms of him he's not Deshaun watson he's not at home so anything like a little bit high of a pass like even like two yeah. centimeters high they'll be like that's a terrible pass yeah uh, you heard that a lot with Bergamer falling Oh, it's a terrible pass. That that was awful. That was uh, two inches over. That was just a bad pass. Like, mm-hmm. if you throw a catchable ball, you throw a catchable ball. We've seen Brady throw a lot of bad passes. They're just catchable enough to where the receivers caught bad uh, caught passes. We've seen uh, Manning do it a lot. Mm-hmm. If it's catchable, it's a good pass. I don't care what anybody says. If it's a catchable pass, it's a good pass. The uh, one that uh, was a fall, or the, was the offsides. The one where he overthrew he, he uh, th- overthrew Anthony Miller a tad bit. I think it was a little bit more on Anthony Miller trying mm. to one-hand it instead of two-handing it. Uh, yes, he could have put it in a little bit better spot, but it was a catchable ball. Uh, the one with Gabriel was a great pass. This is what you get from Mitch mm. from time to time, and you want to see more of it where he's moving inside the pocket, gets outside the pocket once the pressure gets to him, and just slings it. Perfect pass, perfect Perfect everything uh, on the past it and Gabriel going out with a with a concussion. That yeah, that's, uh, a, little, that's a little worrisome because I, he's very fast. But I, as a Bears a fan, I'm uh, I'm kind of like it's more like you can put Tariq in his situation a mm. little bit. You can put Kareth White in his situation because Kareth White is a very fast player. Mm. Uh, back at the Devin Singletary at FAU, and both of them were in the same backfield. Mm. Uh, but let's go to the defensive side, and the defense was on fire. It looked like the defense from last year. Like yeah. the turn, like they play like the defense from last year, but they just weren't getting turnovers. Yeah. They started getting some turnovers here. Yeah. Uh, how many were there? Exa- was it five turnovers exactly? Four, I want to say. Two fumbles. Uh, five. So five? Five, yeah. Uh, and I think the most impressive one is I think people are going to point out the Mac one where that was just amazing. He just located the ball and hit it out. Mm. Uh but I think the most impressive one, and the one that saved the game. Kyle Fuller? No. The Danny Trevathan fourth uh, fourth down where yeah. uh, Case Cam don't know, don't know what you're doing. You have to go line. Don't jump over. Yeah, I like saw that. him jump. I was like, what is he doing? But Danny then, Trevathan yeah. had the instinctual thing to like, oh, the ball is there. Hit the ball out. Yep. Yeah. That and, big, yeah, it was a big play. And Yeah, and they turned the tide there because it was uh, – let me, check, let me double check here, but I'm pretty sure it was 15 to 28 at that. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were driving. They were driving to get down by. Yeah. You know. Get down by six. A, yeah. Yeah. At least yeah. six. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's I don't know, but yeah, it's I don't know what Case Cam was doing there. Uh, but I would say this though, look at like the Redskins. You mm. should be happy. Like you should be happy that y'all are kind of doing bad this season. Yes, you got a great defense. In my opinion, it's still a really good defense. I think it's more 
schemes and designs. Because Josh Norman, I think Josh Norman's the weak part of that defense there, in my opinion. Uh, they got Collins. They got, uh, what's the other safety's name? I'm blanking on his name. Uh, blanking on him here. They got a good secondary. It's more, it's more the fact that Josh Norman, I think, is getting older. Mm-hmm. And there's having him do what he used to do, and he's just not capable of doing it anymore. Mm. He's landing up bigger plays. Uh, Jonathan Allen is injured. I think I, he's been. He's just injury prone. Yeah. Uh, if he can stay healthy, and him and Deron Payne, Ryan Kerrigan, Montez Sweat, that's a good front four there. Mm. Uh, linebacking core. Zach core, Brown. Yeah. Uh, Cole Holcomb mm. uh, is pretty good as well. Mr. Bisky's a roommate at college. Yeah. Yeah, it uh they they got like a they got like yes their linebacker core is kinda of weak a little bit. Uh Zach Brown's pretty good, but he's not like the best. Mm. Uh Josh Norman is the, I think the weak part of that defense. He got beat a lot. Yeah. And what the uh NFL is going to is a lot of faster receivers. And he just not be able to catch up. Mm. Uh especially with his age. And it's just I I don't know where this that uh, secondary stands. Like this defense should be a top ten defense in the league, and it's not. And it's, it's a little bit concerning. But if I'm a Redskins fan, I'll go out to say I'm. You mean you should be a little bit happy here. You got your franchise quarterback that you want. You want you want y'all wanted Dwayne Haskins. He. Uh, they want to say it was a, They said it was the twenty second time they uh, a quarterback and the same receiver were picked in the first three rounds. They went to the same college with Terry, Terry McLaurin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry uh, Mc, McLaurin. Uh, and he's proven that he can be a legit receiver in this league. He really has. Mm-hmm. Paul Richardson's, I think, is a good second or third option. Uh, offensive line has its struggles at times, but this they're facing the probably the best pass rush in the league. Uh, but if you're a Washington fan, you're going to get rid of Jay Gruden this, this season or this offseason. You're going to bring a new coach in there. I think y'all should be happy because NFC East is a weird division here. Mm. And if y'all have the most stable team, which I feel like they can get a stable team here uh, in the next couple of years, I think they uh, they they can be good. I'm just trying to give some hope out there as the Washington Redskins fans. Yeah. Just a little bit. But I think this is a uh, very good game, a very, like, Chicago game where it was like our defense is still here, our offense is getting better, but our defense is still the best in the league. Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, you talked a lot there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know what else to add really. Um, yeah. Kind of took everything, yeah. but I, I'll just say this: like, you know, I was very impressed in the first half of what the Bears did. Like, you know, of course, like what you just said, and I think. A lot of it was due to Nagy slowing it down, mm-hmm. allowing him just to throw the simple passes, simple concepts, get him get him going, get him feeling good, get his confidence up. And then you see with his confidence up, he makes a throw like that to Taylor Gabriel. Yes, he made some dumb dumb decisions. Yes, he made a couple bad throws. He should have had another touchdown, but he threw a pick. Yeah. Um, things like that. He's going to continue to get better. But I think people just need to chill out a second and just allow, allow Nagy to – yeah, Nagy – Changed it. Nagy got better. Nagy called a better game, and it showed. Yeah. Now the defense, you know, it does concern me in certain aspects. Like, I think if I think teams can realize like they can move the ball on the Bears if they're going fast. 
if they're not going slow, if they're moving the ball at a fast pace, no huddle, making those guys get tired, stopping the pass rush, doing those types of things, you can move the ball in the Bears. Mm -hmm. What happens is teams will get first and first and second down, they're running the ball, or they pass it incomplete, and then it's third and eight, third and nine, third and ten, whatever, and then that that Bears defense can just tee off. Yeah. And that's that's where they're really good at. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. I was very impressed with the Bears defense as far as being able to make turnovers um yeah. and things like that. That was a that was a huge thing for me to see. Uh if they can continue to be a a team that can create turnovers like that just ups how special they could be. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I I'll, we'll see what happens with with Mitch Trubisky and how he continues to develop. Hopefully he continues to trend upward because this team will go as far as he does. Yeah. If Trubisky continues to get better, continues to show more confidence, continues to show more accuracy, the Bears team has no limits because that defense is that good. Yeah. Um, and, hey, look, I'll shout out Terry McLaurin. Dude is, dude is for real. Dude can ball. Yeah. And uh, if him and uh, Dwayne Haskins get on the same page if, when, whenever Dwayne starts playing. Like they did at like Ohio State. Yeah. yeah, that'll be a nasty combination yeah. because – He's first first player in NFL history in his first three in his first three starts to have five receptions and a touchdown in every single one of those games. He's, um, he's which is just with a guy like nothing nothing against Case Keenum, but with Case Keenum as his quarterback, mm-hmm. like it's just very impressive. Yeah, I want to see if they want to go to Haskins here uh, this week, especially against uh, the Giants. Uh, yeah, that's what I want to see. Why not? That's what I'm saying. Why not? Like why I, not? Uh, also, they need to get they need to get figured out what to do with Trent Williams here. Just trade him or do something. Yeah, with him. This I don't is, know. This My is thing is like you could argue Trent Williams is the best left tackle in football. He's a future Hall of Famer. Yeah, I know, but like Pat, if he doesn't want to play, he's not going to play for you again. He said that Donald Penn doesn't sign. Uh, listen to this Chris Sims podcast. He knows Donald Penn, mm. and uh, he was like, Donald Penn wouldn't have signed there. If Trent Williams going to play because Donald Penn wants to play. Uh. Donald Penn knew he was going to play. He's not going to sign somewhere that he's not. He's in his late thirties. He's his career is winding down. He wants to play a little bit more before going to a backup role. Trent Williams wants to leave. Mm. Uh, Trent Williams wants to get out. Yeah, I, uh, and I. But think, hey, look, it depends on what the Redskins. If the Redskins don't want to trade him, he ain't leaving. Yeah, and I don't blame the Redskins because he's one of the best left tackles in the entire they NFL. Should, honestly, you know what should happen. I the Browns should trade two first-round picks for Trent Williams. Just yeah. do it. Do it. Or first and the second this year, this next year. Yeah. Do it. Or No, I know they traded away the first one. Yeah, so trade the trade your one and two years first round and then trade your second round this year. You need that left tackle. Like, mm. You need that left tackle, and it's... Yeah, and it's uh, you just like the the Browns need that, and like, <laughs> gosh, you some uh, the uh, I apologize, <laughs> but yeah, he just uh, Browns need somebody like that, uh, and the Redskins aren't going to get him back this season, so yeah. I don't like just they need to trade him or do something with him because he's too good not to be playing. Yeah. Uh, also, I like, I kind of see what they do in the future here. Like the, like the, like the Redskins need to. I don't know. I, I don't know. They're, they're a weird team here. I want to see what they do. They're like in no man's land. They got yeah, because they've got some pieces. You look at yeah. them, you're like, man, they got talent here. They got talent here. 
Um, I think they need a change of coach. Jay Gruden, I think, is a fine coach, but it, he's run his course in, in Washington. Um, I think Dwayne Haskins needs to take over. <laughs> you need to chill out, man. Uh, Dwayne Haskins needs to take over at some point. Uh, Case Keenum is just not playing well. Uh, yeah, no. Like, it, just, Case Keenum hit his high point in his career. It's been down ever yeah. since. <laughs> um, and I think Dwayne Haskins needs to get in there, start getting reps. because, And I'll compare him to Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky had one year of starting at North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And we've seen what he's been at Chicago. Very up and down. Very inconsistent. Very People have been very critical of him. Right, they love to be critical of him because he's not Deshaun. Because he's not Deshaun and he's not Pat. If Deshaun and Pat are in those drafts, we don't really talk about Mitch like yeah. this. Now the same same will go with uh, Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins had one year starting. Granted, forty eight hundred yards, fifty touchdowns. <laughs> you need to chill out, man. Deshaun, <laughs> not too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for like the laughing. Oh, um, but the thing is, like, he's not played a lot of football over the past few yeah, years. Yeah, no. One year of starting. It's the same, like I said, same as Mr. Trubisky. Daniel Jones has started a lot. Garner Minshew started a lot in college. Those guys are ready to play right yeah, now because they have the experience. What can Dwayne Haskins do when he comes in? Is he going to be inconsistent or is he going to be like, is he going to be the dude right now? Like, is yeah. that what he's going to be? Um, because I think experience in college pl- has a factor. It does play to strengths of guys being comfortable. Like, hey, I've, I've played this, I'm fine. Or guys that haven't played it much but have potential. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm very curious to see what Dwayne is, uh, can do because yeah. I really like him as a prospect. Yeah, I do too. And. I agree with you on everything you said. Like, especially with Mitch, like his comparisons with Mitch. Like, he only started one year. It's gonna be some up and down play if he does play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they need to get him sooner in, uh, sooner in rather than, or sooner rather than later. Like, mm-hmm. he needs his development on the field. Yeah, uh, that's how you're gonna get better. You're not gonna get better off the field. Yep. Uh, so I guess we'll wrap it up here. Alrighty. Well, that ends our week three recap. Um, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys. You know, yeah. listening, you know, writing, you know, we ask that you rate the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, let us know what you think, ask questions if you have any. Um, let us know if you feel like, hey, we could do anything better or, you know, what's up. Uh, we're always open to suggestions. We're always open mm-hmm. to trying to make this thing better and just continue to have fun. And, uh, yeah, that's it, y'all. Until next time, y'all. Peace out. Yeah, see ya.